Welcome to Who Put This On, Season 2, Episode 3, and I'm Chris Lorenz, and sitting to my left is... Robert Kitts. Sitting to his left... Harrison Hoffman. Sitting to my right, or across from me... I am a <laughs> Max. So this week we watch Cooks vs. Cons, Season 2, Episode 5. And man, this shit was bad. It was so bad. In your opinion... Bad. It was bad in everyone's opinion. Get out of here. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like so. Should we? Should we? Should we do a little setup on the show? Let's yeah. do a little setup oh, on the yeah. show. Okay. Some, somebody else do it. I'm. I'm too upset. <laughs> I am. I am pulling up the official description here. Maybe you didn't just have it ready to go. What, I didn't have it ready to go. I probably should. Unprofessional. Unbelievable. Somebody, somebody. Somebody's a con. Somebody fill the dead air. Oh, there it's we on go. the TV still. Can a talented home cook beat a professional, or does a true chef have skills that no amateur could match? Jeffrey Zakarian hosts a new kind of cooking competition, and only a blind taste test will prove who has the best dish. I think that was a really good pronunciation of that guy's last name. I was impressed. I was very impressed. So, it was it's blind taste tests in that you don't know if they're a, a cook or a con, yeah. but like... Well, let's take a step back. Okay. That, that description didn't quite explain the <laughs> okay, show. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, it's a, it's a cooking competition show. There's four chefs. Two of them are professional chefs who work in a restaurant, and two of them are amateur chefs who cook at home. So, the idea is they're the cons pretending to be real chefs. And, and, and immediately, I, I had a problem with the title. Um... I thought that when we were, like, so we, we were discussing earlier today about what show we should do, and I thought it was going to be Cooks versus Convicts, which is, if you're going to say cons, like, that's immediately what you jump to, I think. Uh, yeah. The, the, no. the name of the show definitely makes it seem like it's a bunch of professional chefs versus a bunch of convicts. Which I think could be a pretty good show. Like, you'd get a, a bunch of prison chefs, and you... So are they criminals who are chefs, or are they people who cook in prisons i think if if it's cons they're convicts so they are the prisoners who are cooking my dad works as like cooks for prisons he doesn't really do a lot of cooking they just like get a bunch of shit brought in like the lowest quality meats and everything and they just like mass produce it there's no like good cooking going on which is why i thought it was going to be an interesting show because it's like They've gone to these prisons and found that one diamond in a rough who has a real passion for cooking, and now he's on this reality show. <laughs> Is this like an American Idol kind of like they're they like interview everyone and like get the worst people and the best people, and you get to see their interview tapes and everything. And then if you win the competition, then you get pardoned. Did yep. you guys know the show is actually a spinoff of? Um, it was released in the U.S. under a different name, but. Uh, in Europe, it was called uh, Pilot or Con. It was released here as Con Air, starring Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Max. <laughs> that was a good long con by Max. Uh, I mean, you got to, cons. to that point, when we started watching the show, we were like, okay, we got to guess who's a cook and a con. And Harrison put down who we thought were convicts. Because. <laughs> yeah. Because I didn't understand the concept of the show, obviously. <laughs> oh, that was good. Uh, so uh, this show was real boring. Like, it's a show about watching people cook, but like at least a fifth or like a quarter of it was 
just the people, the judges making rude comments or like comments about people cooking and not actually watching anyone cook. I enjoyed the judges' comments. I they're mean, all ju- like stock comments. The judges are always trying to guess who their cooks and the cons and so they love to talk about what's a pro move and not and like so they say the word pro move like 20 times and i think it's great i mean i think that this one has a nice hook that sets it apart from all the other cooking competition shows on tv they're a billion and one you know you know cake battle chopped like all this shit and at least this one has uh, like an extra reason to watch it other than just like who's going to make the best food that I can't taste. There is a kernel of good here. The the metagame of are they the real deal or are they a fake? Yeah, exactly. Like like you're constantly guessing along with the judges like was that a pro move or was that All right, all right. You cut this in half. This is a 20 this is a 30 minute show instead of an hour show. I'll give it to you. I agree. Like, the show was just too long. It was too boring. I think that it either should have been a half hour and it's just one dish, or it should have been two sets of people so you get to guess twice. Oh, yeah, two different that would be dishes, great. Two different sets of people. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I don't watch enough of this. I don't, know. I don't know how to make this any better except for, you know, just show less, like, filler and have less than, like, five or six commercial breaks. And make it... I hate that they, they do the recap and like what's coming next and then they recap every time. This one didn't really do the recap as much, but this one had a really great slash really terrible go to commercial we, hook. We have a really big def- that, different definition. That Max already did a shout out to. <laughs> every time, or not every time, but almost four every times time. before they go to commercial, they say, you know, coming up soon and then. Chef one says I, and then chef two says am, and then chef three says a, and they gotta say like cook or con, but instead, uh, one of the judges just says, "Oh my god," or "I can't believe it." What? <laughs> what? Yeah, Th- that's it. And so, like, I actually saw an episode of this show earlier before before we podcasted it. That's how I found out about this show and suggested it. And I was just watching the show with my wife, and they do that, and I'm like. Chris is going to lose his mind <laughs> every time they do this slow-mo I am a thing. And I cannot wait to watch this show with him. <laughs> it was very bad. It was painful. It hurts. It hurts a lot. I know. I know. Like, you definitely get into some reality show tropes here, but I think that there's there, there's something good at the core of this thing. I, I agree with you, but the reality show tropes is what hurts it. Like a Absolutely. Lot. No, like, I agree. All of these shows need to throw that out. Most of the reality show tropes are just too padded out. And this is 100% padded out. Like, every time they went to a judge and they said something, like, the first, like, maybe one or two times, who's, who do you think it's going to be? Okay. You don't have to go back to them another five times in this half hour. Like, they're only cooking for a total of an hour for this whole episode. Like, how cheap do you really need to make it? Yeah, I mean... I get it. I don't know. It was it was it was interesting seeing like the professional chef judges be like, "Oh yeah, you see the way that guy's chopping that thing? Like he must be a pro cuz, you know, if you're a home chef, you don't you don't learn to chop like that." And it, in 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 some cases they were right, in some cases it just yeah, it just didn't make any sense. Yeah. But yeah. So, the first segment of the show was a, they got a half hour to cook and they were given two ingredients, chicken wings and pretzels. Uh 
I don't really remember what they cooked except for one guy decided to go. Should, should we describe the four like contestants okay, a little bit? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So I don't, I don't really remember who they were. So well, there was, <laughs> there was, there was Rhonda who was from Houston. There was Bobby who was from Louisiana, I think, or was it Atlanta? Anyway, some, somewhere think in the, was Georgia. Atlanta. Georgia. Atlanta. There was Andrew who had really wild, crazy eyes, and I don't remember where he was from. <laughs> New Jersey. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I, li- I like the sad tone of voice there, Max. Are you sad that you left New Jersey? No. Okay. And then there was Jeffrey, who, if this was Cooks versus Convicts, definitely looked like he was a convict. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> he was on my list of convicts to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, yeah. was on your list of convicts for sure, for sure. So, so, so now, so now let's go back to Chris. Bring up something I think about Jeffrey's take on chicken wings and pretzels. Yeah, so this was clearly planned, but Jeffrey decided that he wasn't going to make chicken wings out of chicken. He was going to make them out of mushrooms because he's a vegan and he's a, like he claims to be a vegan chef. Basically, he's right? a militant vegan. Yes. <laughs> militant <laughs> and, and he and didn't even use real pretzels if i remember correctly but i, wasn't I, I feel like he did use the pretzels like it in said the, he he put pretzel it said something about pretzels on it but it must have been in the batter for his fake chicken wing yeah. that's the only for place the it could have been. yeah but like they never said it in the show like maybe they should have spent some more time on like what people are actually making well they they knew the shtick on Jeffrey was that he made chicken wings that didn't have any chicken in them, and that that was going to be his his whole thing. Yeah, it is. It is a much. It seems like a bigger crime to not use the to not make chicken wings than to like just neglect to include the pretzels. I think. And so, like when when they like when he first starts doing that, the judges and the host on the side are talking about, it. and it was really funny because they're like, the host is like, I don't know if this is against the rules or not i guess it's up to you to decide and it's like i don't think that's how the rules works like he was on that show clearly because he was going to make vegan food there was no way he was going to get kicked off because of rules because they knew he was going to cook vegan no matter what you act like they didn't interview these people beforehand so you're saying was it that so like the casting director knew he was coming on and it was like we got to pick something that is going to like offend him to cook with and see what he does yeah so i think it was like Okay, the first one, we're going to make it tough for him. And he has to have to pull some bullshit because we're going to give him chicken wings. And then for the second one, we'll give them mint and he can do whatever he wants with it, basically, right? I don't know. <laughs> like, just be, like, just so that in the second one, there's not a whole other debate about, well, he didn't make anything with lamb. Are we allowed to award him this thing, you know? No, I mean, totally see that for the second one. And he should have been kicked off the first one if somebody else didn't. Like not cook their chicken. Can can like can you imagine going to a restaurant and ordering chicken wings and then fucking breaded mushrooms coming out? <laughs> I mean, you know, hopefully it would be advertised as such. <laughs> I mean, there's that veggie place down in Slu- South Lake Union. Veggie oh. Grill. Veggie Grill. That's like yeah. a chain. It's not just. I don't know where it is. But um, <laughs> but like Veggie Grill makes no. They don't even like spell chicken correctly in the menu. It's They're like, like making very clear that you are not getting real like chicken. C H I. K-I-N? C-H-Y-K-N or some shit. Ooh. No, there's actually, like, the FDA rules say that if it's not actual chicken or not actual beef or whatever, it has to be, like, two or three letters off from the real thing so that people don't fuck up. 
There's there's real rules on this. That there's, makes sense. There's a product called WYNGZ, which are not real chicken wings. Just tofu wings. They have some chicken in them, but they're not enough chicken to be called chicken. So if you're... <laughs> hold on, that hold sound, on, hold that on. That sounds on. grosser than just a mushroom chicken wing. Yeah. Who are they making those for if they still have some meat in them? Like, they're not for vegetarians anymore. No, it's just, like, cheaper it's, to produce. It's like the, the Taco Bell situation when someone claimed Taco Bell's beef was less than 50% beef. And Taco Bell's answer was, no, no, it's 88% real meat. <laughs> so basically, there's just filler, cost-cutting yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Okay, gotcha. So, uh, so vegan guy didn't cook chicken wings at all. No. Then we had um, the woman from Houston. Yeah, Rhonda. Rhonda decided to go for a chicken and waffles situation, which when it came out the other end, it looked terrible. And then when they broke the wings open, she served them raw fucking chicken wings. Yeah, she misjudged that she put a lot of effort in that waffle, which apparently was really good, but then did not cook her chicken wings, which is kind of a bad move. So here's a question. Rhonda, was she a cook or was she a con? She was a... Oh, my God. Cook. <laughs> oh, my God. How, how can you be... A, so, so she's a professional cook with her own restaurant and couldn't cook chicken wings through? Like She knew it wasn't going to be cooked through, but what was she going to do? Don't serve raw fucking chicken. That's what you do. Well, she should have. Yeah. I don't know. Take... Take it up with a vegan guy who gets kicked off. The one, both of them wouldn't have served chicken. I w- no, I get that. Yeah, I was re- I was pretty disappointed that we didn't really get to see if how they felt about the chicken guy, about the vegan guy um, Jeffrey not using chicken because as soon as they had the raw chicken wing on there, it was like this is done. <laughs> they had a very easy out for not yeah. booting the vegan guy. Yeah, I mean they they knew he wasn't going to cook chicken. Like there's. N- the judges probably but, already knew too. But then, like, if the other three do well, maybe they just kick him out for funsies, and then they have the other three in the second round. I mean, it's possible he didn't do very well in the second round. So, so I wonder how much of this is like the judges know all this stuff, or it's that like the producers know it and they set it up and they save like at least some natural reaction for the judges. You know, I think it might be the latter. I like, don't know. Most of it's scripted, but I, I don't know. I can believe I, that. It seemed like all most of the judges' talk was like kind of just stock, like, "Oh, he's it. This is it. That's my guy." Like, That's you could shoot move. that whenever. You could shoot that whenever. It doesn't even have to be for those people. No, I, it, like, it did in a lot of cases because they were talking about specific things they were doing and whether or not they were pro moves. Right? Sometimes, yeah. Oh, oh, look how that guy's chopping that thing. Pro move. Yeah, that you don't <laughs> think they could do that like once and then just. Keep reusing it. So it's like it's like Madden when they have the all the pre-recorded little bits, oh, yeah. and then the computer decides what part to put in for everything. Well, they that probably happened. have like a thousand takes of them saying it to get it right. I guess that I never saw all of the the judges and the contestants in one shot together. Oh yeah, no, no. they were never in the same shot together. Nope. Oh, never. you think they're so, like remote working? But they're, they had to eat the food though. They're Did not. They, though? You you saw them all in one shot when they're eating the food, but not when they're cooking. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. The actually, what probably is happening is that they're the people are cooking, and then the the uh, judges watch the cooking later and make comments. But like, honestly, like if if it's only like two thirty minute chunks of cooking, like if you're getting paid to be a judge, you can't just sit there for an hour and watch them cook and make some comments. 
yeah but you could just fast forward through all that and like <laughs> do it in 10 minutes yeah could be, i mean they could have done it that way it was yeah i mean, i i'm curious of that too of that too did the producers know and the does the judges not know i i think so i don't think they know i think that there's something i think that when you're doing like a, a judge competition for money there are like certain laws around competitions and like i don't know that the judges can really be involved with the pre-production of the show and setting that kind of stuff up because i think that they have to be able to judge the skill-based competition i, I don't know man there's like, legislation around this shit there there's uh in my in my stint in marketing uh, we ran a lot of different contests and sweepstakes and giveaways and stuff like that. And there's a bunch of laws around like, contests and competitions and things but like that. But what if all four contestants are being paid and it's just like a lie that there's yeah, cash Yeah, sure. That's that's fine. As long as they're not giving someone a... That's definitely Chris's theory. Yeah. I guess they could all be actors they're and the whole all, thing could be fake. They're all actors. They're all cons. <laughs> no, it would be way too expensive to pick actors. It's just cheaper to get four random people. Like... You get the food truck guy to be your your professional chef. He's not going to cost anything. You get like the guy that works at the convenience store is your professional chef, and then you just get two people off the street. You know that they only cost you like a thousand bucks. I like that you need a convenience store guy to be a professional chef. Yeah, an amateur you can just get off the street. Yeah, <laughs> yo, the convenience store guy is popping those hot dogs on the rollers though. <laughs> it's quite a technique. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a pro move. It's a, it's, it's pro a, move. Can you imagine if some dude busted out a hot dog roller and they put him on? The, oh, you see how he put those rollers on? He's been here before. So for the first round, is there anything interesting to say about Bobby or Andrew's uh, concoctions? Not really. They made chicken wings. And that it weren't seemed, cooked. seemed like it went okay. Yeah. Well, one was overcooked. And I was like, yeah. But I did notice that none of the wings really had like sauces associated with them. And usually when I'm going to get chicken wings, you kind of want them to be, like, tossed in some good sauce. Right? Not always, but sometimes, yeah, yeah. In most cases, or else you're just eating fried chicken, well, I, I think, right? I think they went more for a fried chicken kind of thing. Yeah. Cause, and I think the pretzels were part of that, because they were all using the pretzels in their chicken mm. coating and stuff, so. Yeah, I guess so. So the, the last so when Rhonda gets kicked off the show and revealed as a con... They have a little like thirty second bit about her restaurant in Houston, and just like revealed as a cook, revealed as a cook. Sorry, and then it's just like super awkward. The framing of she just like uh, served people raw chicken, and now it's like come to my restaurant in Houston. It's It's like like, and now she's starting her own business. She just opened her restaurant and has a new wine label. She's starting a winery. She already owns a restaurant. Oh, so now she's stocking the restaurant with her own wine. She's like stocking her winery with her own wine so how do you think that works i think she bought some kind of like a like a vineyard and is like farming that stuff or you think she's just getting the grapes i think she's buying winery bottling it do they have vineyards in texas i you know probably not i don't think i've ever seen the texas wine on the shelf so you know it's all hydro these days i think so when i went to when i went to some wine places around here they all the all the grapes get made in eastern washington and then they here buy the grapes and then make wine from them. Well, they like don't have vineyards and this is too Seattle specific in like Woodenville and stuff. Like those like not they, really. Oh, really? Interesting. They have uh, vineyards for show. Yeah, they don't have actual like vineyards. Production vineyards. They don't yeah. have actual production. No. Climate gotcha. is great. 
Got so the they climate. get all their grapes from Eastern Washington. So she could feasibly get, be getting shipped the grapes and then doing the fermentation and the bottling and all that stuff herself. Or do you think she's just getting somebody to make the things and putting la- make the wine and putting labels on it? Uh, I think it's the latter. I don't care. Yeah, I just don't give a <laughs> shit. Thanks, Chris. I'm just throwing that one out there. I'm, I'm right there with you, Chris. I just <laughs> throwing a maximum. So, so then right. they have round two where they had to cook with mint. And they made a big deal about the fact that you don't have to cook. You can cook whatever you want as long as you use mint. And the vegan was very happy about that. And um, and they, the judges make a big deal about the fact that they have two cons and only one cook left. And they're very excited about this. Um, but I'd like, uh, I'd like Max Harrison to talk more about vegan Jeffrey and how much he just got on their nerves as the show went on. Okay, so this guy... Okay, first off... I'm, I got a hot take here. Oh, I want to hear it. Vegan food can be okay, even good. I think that's fair. I've had excellent like Indian food that's all, you know. Vegan food can be okay is not a hot take. <laughs> okay I, is the opposite of a hot take. I, I've had excellent meals that happen to be vegan. However, okay. this guy doesn't make meals that happen to be vegan. He's militant about it. He is unbearable he put juniper berries into one of his things because he wanted to dedicate it to his daughter juniper oh (laughs) i was trying to figure out at the end if he said that his daughter's name was juniper jupiter and i didn't really catch it when he said it 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 was juniper okay (laughs) that makes more sense do you do you think he named the daughter off the berry he named his daughter after the show cooks or cons (laughs) so when when like he chucked those ve- with the uh, juniper berries into the into the pan, Richard Blaze, he's like a top chef guy. He was one of the judges. He's like, he's like, oh man, he's using juniper berries. I barely even ever use those. He must be a pro. <laughs> it's like <laughs> pro move, definite pro move. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this second half, I, I I could barely watch it. I was so uninterested like oh you have to use mint so i didn't care about the cooking because they were just making whatever they wanted at least in these other shows where they give you like restrictions it forces them to do something interesting and varied whereas like this is just like they made what it, pretty much whatever they want they pretty much generically whatever they wanted i don't know it wasn't the, interesting. the thing that they usually do on these shows when they have a featured ingredient like that is like you have to showcase the ingredient like it has to be like the att- like the center of attention of the dish, and this one's just like you can make whatever you want as long as it just has mint in it. So a bunch of them just like ground it up and just chucked it in a sauce or something mostly. I yeah. mean, I, I'm actually okay with challenges where it, it, where like half the show is here's the main ingredient, and the other half of the show is like here's something that has to be in there because you get to be more creative with the second one. You have a much wider range. Yeah, that's fair. It's just not. I don't just don't think it's as interesting to watch. It was kind of interesting that like Jeffrey went for more of a dessert kind of thing, while the other two did a more of a traditional like main course kind of dish. <laughs> so have uh, you guys seen Iron Chef? I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. It's like the original cooking competition. I've and seen the Iron Giant. Oh, the Iron, the Iron Giant? <laughs> I've seen Iron Chef. I've seen Japanese Iron Chef. Oh, yeah. Japanese Iron Chef's the best, oh, so, yeah. especially when that dude takes that huge bite out of the pepper in the Bell beginning. Pepper, That's yeah. really great. It's legit. But the... like. So the thing about Iron Chef is it's similar where they say, okay, here's the featured ingredient for the battle. And then they unveil this huge dramatic thing and they have like 
every possible kind of like permutation and variety of the thing. It's like it's mushrooms and there's like a bunch of insane looking mushrooms like it's crab there's a shit ton of crab and in this one it's like here's pretzels you can pick the soft pretzel the hard pretzel or the honey mustard pretzel <laughs> and it was just kind of like a weird like low rent iron chef situation very much so they just like went to their local supermarket and grabbed some shit yeah it's like all right somebody go get the mint from the produce aisle i'll grab a, a bag of rolled gold and we'll be good this show screams cheap as possible what like, channel is this on Food Network, Food of course. Network. Food Network produces about 20 of these kind of shows. Yeah. To be to be fair about the Iron Chef comment, like it's hard to pull off how crazy overdramatic Iron Chef is and not have it be kind of terrible. So it's most shows don't try for that and that's understandable. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. People are looking at me. <laughs> I'm looking for a hot take. You're looking for a hot take? Uh... So should we just skip to the end of this one? Do we have anything to say about the second half? No. I don't know. Some dude, the, the vegan guy, blended together avocados and chocolate, and I wonder how that tastes. I have no idea. Uh, I, I get like a shake like that once in a while. It's pretty decent. Okay. Seems pretty good. And then somebody made... Lamb. Cannelloni. Lamb. Somebody made Cannelloni. gnocchi and didn't finish cooking the gnocchi. It and seemed like that's they could. They lost. It seemed like seemed like these people could use a little more time. Like this chicken wings didn't well, get 30 cooked. Thirty minutes is just the not gnocchi. Well, I yeah. think that's part of the challenge. Is you gotta you gotta pick something that you can actually deliver in thirty minutes. Don't like, don't overreach. Don't overreach. Yeah, that's not overreaching is a pro move. That's definitely true. <laughs> also, I loved in the first challenge when uh, one of the judges was like, "Oh, he's not even following the challenge." Total pro move. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about? That's true. It's ridiculous. That's what a pro would do. That's pro yeah. Move. Throughout the rule book. Oh, and another thing of why you don't see them cooking and the comments at the same time. So maybe after they're done cooking, they can go back and like, hey, can you like say this? Like pretending to be like this moment so we can play it here. So like it's not necessarily they're not do watching the cooking at the same time. We also get like better different takes. Maybe they did some 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 pickup shots after. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if when the guy's not actually doing the chicken, they're just like, he's definitely got to go. They're like, damn it, someone didn't even cook their chicken properly. We got to get rid of them. Let, let's do some reshoots. So it's like, oh, that's a pro move, not following the challenge. I mean, like, these, these judges are talking for an hour plus amongst themselves, and they're only cutting out, like, you know, 60 seconds worth of talk. I actually wonder time. if they're talking for an hour straight. If there's a lot of them just sitting there staring in the blank. <laughs> they're sitting there on their phones. They're playing Pokemon. You know, it's mm. true. Uh, yeah. So at the end, uh, the lamb and mint chutney. What was the what was Cannelloni. the cannelloni? Cannelloni one. Crazy eyes Andrew and his lamb mint cannelloni took home the prize. But Harrison was he was he a cook or a con? He was the other remaining cook, so he took that took home the ten thousand dollar prize. You, you 15, didn't say it right. 15. He is a cook. <laughs> All right, let's move. It on. was too much. I I couldn't. <laughs> it's too much. It's fifteen. Fifteen? Uh, yeah. No, fifteen if you're a con. Right. But he was a cook, so he got ten. Oh. If vegan, militant vegan Jeffrey. Or we didn't talk about her much. Bobby had won because they were both cons. They would have gotten fifteen. 
Uh, I just saw 15K and didn't see So, Chris, is it rigged that they made sure a cook one so they could only have to pay out $10,000? Nope. They don't care. <laughs> that they don't care about that 5K? No. No. Okay. Probably not, yeah. Also, see contest laws on that kind of stuff. All right, since we're talking about who was a cook, who was a con, do we got to reveal our, our predictions? Yeah, so we all picked at the beginning so, of the show. So we picked just seeing like their faces and not knowing anything about how good they were as cooks or not. So this was definitely very prejudiced uh, picking. Okay, Rob, how'd you do? So I my two picks for cons were Andrew, which was wrong, and Bobby, which was right. Uh, my cons were uh, the person that got kicked off first. Rhonda. Rhonda, which was wrong. And I picked Jeffrey as a con, which was right. Good call. Okay. Uh, I wrote down my two cons, which are B-less WG, which means beardless white guy. So that, <laughs> that was Andrew, so that was wrong. And then I wrote down B lady, which is black lady. <laughs> that was wrong. Ooh. <laughs> All wrong. Sexist and wrong. <laughs> no, I. First off, it's racist. Second of all, yeah. I thought that one was sexist. Yeah, don't worry about it's it. Both. <laughs> I, I, I I expected all of the chefs to have like sort of a dead look in their eyes, and these two were way too. They they were overacting. You know, maybe they were just excited to be on TV. I don't know. Well, they they weren't like working in like a McDonald's or like a Fridays. They were like doing passion products projects, so they weren't like burnout like chefs sure i mean i, I was I, stunned andrew was a chef because he seemed to wait like his eyes and his like nervous manner i was like this is not a guy who you want in a real kitchen but i don't apparently. know <laughs> like i think that you know it's easy to say it in retrospect but i think that when he was like like how fast he was working the way he was doing stuff it oh, seemed yes. like he's used to like working in a kitchen yeah. getting shit out the door that that is fair no, and like, his, his his knife skills were, were top notch yeah so it was but a that he could have been a, he could have been a con as in he's murdered people oh no <laughs> it was knife skills no uh, about uh, 10 minutes in i was like oh i made the two wrong choices <laughs> <laughs> all right harrison lay it on us so as you know i originally picked which one of the, which two of them were convicts <laughs> and <Yes. laughs> upon realizing what i had done i promptly <laughs> crinkled up the piece of paper and then thought about it and wrote the same two names down for cons <laughs> his convicts <laughs> and word? i wrote, wrote white woman and beard guy so oh! i nailed it oh! we have a winner we have a winner yeah although i was seriously doubting myself when i saw raw chicken come out i was like this this can't be a, a professional chef but au contraire au contraire well done you you certainly know how to tell a cook from a con oh yeah <laughs> or a convict maybe <laughs> so do we like the name cooks versus cons or do we think it would be better as cook or crook well so it doesn't make sense because like the architect isn't a crook yeah i mean if if they were thieves i think it would make sense they're trying to steal that money from the professional steal, chefs. That, <laughs> steal that money yeah i think cooks versus cons is a very misleading name i think that cooks Versus cook. crooks? No, cook or crook. Cook or crook? Also misleading name. Um, I have no idea. There's what's a good name for this show? What's there? Snooze there, fest? There like used to be a show. 
uh, like an old game show that there would be like, you know, three or four people that would tell their story and then like some celebrity panel of judges would have to like guess if they oh, were. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that show Hollywood Squares. Yep, Hollywood Squares. So I think they should just name it whatever the name of that show is, but some pun on cooking. <laughs> Wait, was I right? I was no Hollywood okay, Squares is just a totally different right. show. Okay, no. good. Yeah, you just you we just all got it. no. We wanted the audience at home to think you were right. Okay, and sorry. I'm just gonna sweep it under the rug. Yeah, my bad. It's okay. You screwed it up. Uh, I don't know. I don't think Cooks versus Cons definitely makes me think of convicts, but I don't like crooks either. So, do you have a better name for the show? As I said, Snooze Fest. All right. Fair I enough. don't know, man. I think this thing is pretty watchable. You guys are killing me. <laughs> killing me. It's it's way too long. Yeah. Um, it's so okay. All right. So one of the things I've noticed is like it's super long, but when the judges are critiquing people's dishes, they're cutting away. Did you see that? I was like. At least let me see what they thought about the dish. Like, especially at the end where it was like, there was a part where the uh, the vegan guy made three pieces. And then the one guy said, oh, this piece was really good. And this cookie doesn't really work. And then there was something about, this is why you don't make three dishes because I can, lem- your one dish was great, but your other two dishes were bad. But we didn't hear anything about the other part. I don't even know what the other part was. <laughs> Uh, the show is super it. long. I can't even include what the part, the whole part of the show is about. <laughs> I can't stand the show. Are we done? Can we not stop talking about it? I'm I'm okay with. I that. think we're pretty well covered here. <sighs> Thank God. Uh, I'm out of energy. Does anyone have anything else that we shows they've been watching? Want to talk about? I, I had one thing I'd ready to to bring up. So, I recently went back to a, an old favorite of ours. Dating Naked. Oh. Oh, man. And there have been some def... So I only saw, like, some original, like, first season Dating Naked shows. There have been a bunch of changes. I don't know if this is, like, common knowledge that I'm just out on, but I wanted to get people's takes on this. First off, Amazon Amy, out of the picture. Really? Who's hosting it now? Some person you've never heard of. Oh, man. Who's not on Amazon commercials. And Amazon Amy's not on Amazon commercials anymore, either. So maybe she's done. I don't know. Tough times. Tough times. And second, so what I remember from Dating Naked was at the start of the episode, there's two main contestants who go on a date with each other. And then they go on dates with other people. And at the end, they pick who they want to go on like a future date with. They can go on a date with each other or one of the other people. And then that's the end of the show. Next show, new people. This was the start. This was the first episode of a season. So there's two people. Can I take a guess? Go for it. Is it like at the same time, The Bachelor and The Bachelorette and they're naked? basically oh my so god the show starts by these two people go on a date with each other but they are the main characters for the season and so they get to go on two more dates that episode then they pick two of the four other people to stay for the next episode when there'll be more people that they get to go on dates with and they just get to keep rolling with whoever they want to keep around and like the guy at the end was like I like the main person the best, but I can't pick her because she's staying around anyway. So I'll pick this other person to stay. <laughs> wow. And then they showed like the this season on and they're clearly pushing for a lot more drama because people are staying around and there's more thing and stuff like that. So at that point, of course, I'm thinking about Chris who loves the drama of so Whoa. much. <laughs> Don't put words in my mouth. That's obviously the opposite of what you like. <laughs> 
so anyway that was my thing i'm like oh dating naked they really changed a bunch of stuff about it but at the end of the day still a bunch of naked people so (laughs) wait wait so there's six people on each episode and two people get kicked off each episode so i don't know if in future episodes there'll be four new people and four people get kicked off so you think so you think that they'll add four okay that would make sense yeah but that's like like how long do they film the show like is is it like you know a month and they're like going on like like 40 dates they're going on a lot of naked dates like that's definitely what the the i didn't only watch one episode then i was good but like the the next time on we see like those main two are going on like 40 naked dates yeah that that's that's a different that's different you got to be a real nudist, I think, to do like that. Like, you know, the show you can make it for a little, like a day or dick day or two or whatever. But like, <laughs> fucking was there, 40 was there forty days? and slip in there? <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Carry on. I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like if you're going on a TV show naked, you know you're gonna be on TV naked. You're probably pretty comfortable. I don't know. Okay, what if there's a show? Dating naked or con? <laughs> Go on. Basically, so no. they're always blurring out those genitals, so you don't really know if they're naked or not. And you, as a <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you as the audience member have to guess if they're actually naked. <laughs> so, what kind of things do they do to try to suggest what they might like? As the judge, like saying, like, look at what he did there. That's Pro definitely move. a naked move. Like, what, what sort of stuff is like that? Like horseback riding, hundred percent horseback riding. Horseback riding is a given. Um, you know, trampolines like a helicopter. Tra- tram- <laughs> trampoline is definitely pro move. I think. Oh yeah. Um, we need a better name though than dating naked or con. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for your great suggestion, Max. Welcome. I'm in. I think it's well. That leads to our normal thing. Would this sh- cooks versus cons be better if everyone was naked? As I always say with the cooking shows, I don't think you want to be cooking naked because you could ha- potentially have some problems with hot things or sharp things or just a variety of situations. Those are problems, you know. What if the judges were naked? Sure. I- <laughs> <laughs> Are they just trying to distract the contestants? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Uh, no. These I don't want to see any of these people naked. <laughs> so no. You don't want to see militant vegan Jeffrey naked? No. I bet that dude's real hairy. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is one thing we didn't do though. We didn't say if this is in the top third or bottom third of our, or like what third the show exists in. Solid middle third. I agree. You guys are fucking I, ridiculous. I'm with you, guys. Yo. Lower third. This is like bottom one or two. Let me tell like, you about... This isn't even close. Let me tell you about The Celebrity Apprentice. And let me tell you about Real Housewives shows. Let me tell you about some of these At other At least they were seen. entertaining. Were they? Celebrity Apprentice was not entertaining Celebrity Apprentice was... Celebrity Apprentice below this. I'll give you that. <laughs> I'll give you that. And, and, it, like, and it was below this before all this Trump stuff, too, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, we watched yeah. that oh, in yeah. winter 2015. Yeah, <laughs> listen, to our pot, listen to our episode about that. 
Don't watch the show. Just listen to the episode. <laughs> that Shit, was I a might pretty, go back to that. That was a pretty entertaining episode, though. Yeah. Of, uh, of the podcast, not, not the Flippity <laughs> Apprentice. <laughs> the, I don't know what else is below this. Like, Real Housewives is a terrible show, but was entertaining. This show just wasn't entertaining, and it was boring. I'd rather watch this. Here's something I'll say. I'd rather watch this than The Rock's boring reality show, Wake Up Call. Oh, man. We didn't do that on the podcast. We definitely yes, we, yeah, did. Yeah, we did. You might not have been here, but... I don't remember watching that. There was this fat dude, and then he was still fat at the end. He was, <laughs> oh, oh. he was slightly less fat. I think I do remember this now, now that you mentioned that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't remember a reality show being this boring. Wake Up Call was way more boring than this show. Hopefully they canceled that. They I haven't seen it again, but they, they, they also did. only did one season of The Rock's amazing reality show, The Hero. So I don't know how he decides what reality shows he's on. But now he's on an HBO prestige show. So. They gotta bring back Hero. Hero was so good. If How fast would we be doing a podcast? With, we'd probably podcast every episode of The Hero. If, they if The Hero back. came back on, we'd just do a Hero podcast. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you guys... No. <laughs> no. Join. Maybe we should do it. We never did a podcast on the hero. Maybe we should find an episode and do it. Yeah, that's a pretty good show. I was I was not a huge fan of the hero. It was definitely you know middle top tier of our shows, but <laughs> this no. Maybe what was it? Bully beatdown or whatever. Oh yeah, <laughs> hell of a show. <laughs> hell of a show. Uh yeah. So I watched Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Uh, that show is really good. I've heard Rec- good things about that. that. I'm like four episodes in. It's good so far. I'm not like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Oh, like, I don't think it was the best thing ever. Okay. It's definitely, I don't even know if I'd put it on top of Netflix shows, but it was it was enjoyable. It was fun. Definitely has like a different vibe than a lot of shows. For sure. I was pretty excited for HBO's summer lineup coming out. Um and I haven't watched uh, enough of the night of. I've just seen the first episode, so I, so I need to watch that. But between Ballers and Vice Principals, I've been a little bit disappointed. Like, I was a huge fan of Eastbound and Down, like Danny McBride's last show that he did for HBO. So I thought the Vice Principals was going to be amazing. And, like, I, it, I feel like it just kind of hasn't really found its, its footing as much. Um, but the episode where they went to the girl's house? Oh, yeah. That was insane, great. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. I agree with you. I think Ballers is better than last season. Yeah. I think the actually getting into like some drama that like is more interesting, but it's not funny really. So like it's just like kind of a straight drama. And Vice Principles isn't as funny as it needs to be as like a comedy. It's like when you watch Eastbound and Down, like that show's great from the first episode and I just I don't think the Vice Principles really delivers in the same way. No. I mean, we'll see how it picks up, but I've seen both. I've caught up on both, so um, it's. I don't know if I can recommend either of them. So, like, I would say uh, you have to see how it shakes out. But it's definitely more of a drama. Both of them seem to be more drama than comedy. Yeah, uh, the so then the first episode of of the night of is good and i and I'm, i want to keep watching that show but like each episode is like an hour and a half long so i just haven't really carved out the time to do it but it's like it's a, a it's a big commitment yeah it's, it's one of those you almost know, sherlock level commitment it's one of those like you know eight part miniseries kind of style things that'll that's kind of popping up right now sure um I don't know, no, I like, i've seen the the commercials commercials look really good but like i, I don't have time to commit to another 
hour and a half per episode show right now yeah it's a little uh, serious a, a nice little quick hit of cooks versus cons is really more my my speed these days <laughs> quick you called that quick get a, it wasn't an hour and a half put two of those together but what like, if it was an hour and a half kill me so there's eight <laughs> cooks and they do six things max do you have anything like shows sure uh, I've been watching Fringe. Oh yeah, I, remember, I wanted to ask you about like, that from the beginning or rewatching. From or? the beginning, okay. Never it's, seen uh, it before. It's my, I would call it probably my favorite show. I am two Ever? episodes. Uh, as a drama, yeah. Wow, <laughs> I I liked Fringe. At least I liked some of the seasons of Fringe, but that is that is high praise right there. Yeah, it is. I am two episodes from a episode called Peter that I'm told is quite good. Oh, yeah. It's very good. My biggest thing I was excited about with Fringe was Charlie Conway from Mighty Ducks getting right in the mix. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He was, was pretty good in that show. Wow. Have you watched the Mighty Ducks recently? Uh, Mighty Ducks 1 doesn't hold up. D2 holds up. Watch that shit. It definitely holds up. I can't. I can't. I just can't. You got Charlie Conway in the mix. You got Keenan Thompson knuckle pucking. <laughs> Right, these you got are, Goldberg. It was so bad. They're so <laughs> like these. Like you take the most generic and sports stories and you add terrible kid actors, and it was terrible. But you got it was but, bad. But you got you got Emilio Estevez putting that movie on his back. What the hell Peak else? Estevez. Is, Peak Estevez. What else has Emilio Estevez been in? Tell me another one good thing he's been in other than D two. Uh, the Honey Hole Menu. <laughs> he was in the original Mission Impossible for about five minutes, and that's a pretty good movie. His not hi- because of him. His performance in D two is so towering; it just overshadows all of his <laughs> other performances, and I can't even remember them. All right, so what's Fringe his name? What's his character's re- name again? Fringe Gordon really Bombay, coach of Bombay, team, coach of Team right. USA. Fringe, great show. You should totally watch that if you haven't seen it. Season two and three, probably the best seasons of TV. So, so Max is right about halfway through season two. I think halfway through season two to halfway through season three is incredibly good. And then it quickly starts to go off a cliff. I mean, are we talking heroes goes off a cliff? No, it's not that sudden. Okay. But like, it's just, it doesn't fall that far either. I, I think it. you're right. It does fall. Uh, but season two and three are just so good. I can't. The first half of season three, the second half of season three. I'd like not. the second half of season three. It, I'll give you season four is not very good. Season four is not very good. Season five is just a mess. But Did, season, well, if they gave it more episodes, season five would have been great. But the season five I saw was not that good. Yeah, I haven't gone back to rewatch season five. But. Did anybody watch that new Heroes spinoff thing? No. No. Nope. no. Why would we do that? I don't know. I mean, Heroes was good originally. Season one, yeah, they burned me. I watched the whole series. You watched like, the whole series? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I watched through like halfway of season three, and I was done. I watched the whole thing, so I was like, I was done with that. That's I made it hard. all the way through season three, and I was like, why am I still doing this? Oh uh, yeah, uh, it happens. You it know, happened. It serves a purpose. Uh, some sort of X Men ripoff kind of thing. I liked season one, and then people got too powerful and they didn't know how to deal with it which is really annoying yes season one had a nice mix of heroes and muggles and then everyone 
got a superpower and it was less interesting. I don't care if everyone gets a superpower. What I didn't like was that it was just Peter and Siler. What was the Siler? Yes. Yeah. Spock. (laughs) Spock. It was just those two versus each other. So it was like no one else mattered because no one else had enough power to take down either or the other one. They were definitely always fun. Hiro Nakamura. He was fun, but like yeah. They like they realized the guy playing Skyler was like, oh, this guy is going to be great. He's going to be a big star. We got to make him the focal point of the show. And it was just not the right thing well, to do. Well, he should have died at the end of season one. Yeah, exactly. And they didn't kill him. And they were right. He was going to become a bigger star. But the, ruining their show for that purpose didn't well, really help. the writer strike supposedly ruined the show. Yeah. Yeah. Because That's season two, would, they wrote during the writing strike, which... If that's the case, why wasn't season three better? That's a good question. Because they already lost all their talent and they had a shit season, so no one wanted to be on the rain staff, maybe? Like, I don't oh, know. Maybe. Like, I can't tell you what happened with season three, but they lost all their momentum in season two. Maybe they should have just put that show on hold until they had the writers back. Yeah. That's called what a much smarter show called <laughs> 24 did. Oh. <laughs> but you'd think that James Bond would have done the same thing. Quantum of Solace was written during the writing strike as well. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, supposedly, Daniel Craig was like doing the rewrites because they had no official writer. That is not great. <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't go so great. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> All right, so has anyone got any more plugs? Max, you got a plug? You guys go first while I think of one. <laughs> Harrison, you got a plug? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Harrison Hoffman. Rob? You can follow me on Twitter at Rob Kitts. Follow me on Twitter at the Chris Lorenz, Max. Uh, check out my new sports slash cooking show, Chef. <laughs> Hold on, <laughs> he's a con. Chef or ref? <laughs> chef or ref? Yeah, they have two challenges: one where you're a ref, and one where you're a chef, and you gotta figure out who's the chef, who's the ref. <laughs> That seems like that would be pretty obvious. Uh, <laughs> when they don't know the rules of the sports. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at who put this on. Email us questions at who put this on at gmail.com. And uh, follow us on Facebook at who put this on. Uh, we'll see you guys next time.